Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some entitled people mixed with relationships too and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's crack on with today's first story now today's first story is one that we have covered in the past but someone told me just recently there was another part to this which we haven't covered as yet so i'm going to cover the original story just so you can catch up if you want to if you don't want to please use the timestamps in the description and the timeline below and go to the new part totally up to you though and it's titled entitled sister-in-law stole our baby name now she regrets it hey y'all long time lurker and all that this is a throwaway account to cut to the chase my wife and i spent four years trying to get pregnant before the wrong side of 35. We are currently 33 respectively now and are blessed with a wonderful infant son. My wife has a younger half-sister that she has been in low contact with for some time. The woman is entitled and toxic and also her mother's golden child. We've refused to let her or my mother-in-law in the house since they both blatantly tried to make off with my wife's jewelry box a couple of years ago. The box contained a lot of valuable jewelry inherited from my wife's grandmother. Said jewelry is now in a safety deposit box as per my suggestion. My wife and I had nearly given up trying to conceive when it suddenly happened and we were ecstatic. After we found out we were having a boy, we started looking into names. I ended up suggesting the name of my Scottish grandfather and my wife loved it. So that's the name we settled on, but we made the mistake of posting about it on social media. Well, no surprise to the stereotype in this mess, my sister-in-law was pregnant too, and was months further along than my wife and also having a boy. She decided to claim my grandfather's name for her own son, and not just the first name, but the middle name too. We called her pissed over what she was doing, and she smugly told us there's nothing we can do about it which she was sort of right. There was nothing we could do about it legally as it's still not a crime to steal planned baby names. We realized that drama was exactly what my sister-in-law wanted and she thought that by taking the name for herself would not be able to use it. I laughed and told her that while what she did was dirty and underhanded, we would keep our chosen name and she could just deal with it whether she decides to go through with copying us or not. Well, my sister-in-law's baby daddy called me and said I was an unreasonable dick for still wanting to use the name after sister-in-law claimed it. I said she claimed nothing. And since we couldn't own the name, then neither could they. Before he ended the call, he threatened me by saying I'd be sorry if we didn't change the name. Then he hung up before I could respond. Months later, sister-in-law has a healthy baby boy and names him my grandfather's name. We did not show up for the birth both because of the pandemic and because we simply didn't care to be there. Sister-in-law called us wanting congratulations, but we told her we simply didn't care and that if she was still insisting we change our baby's name, then she'd be in for some big disappointment because we were not. 
Sister-in-law demanded I put my wife on the phone, but it was already on speaker and my wife spoke up and said she agrees with me entirely. We weren't changing the name. Sister-in-law hung up on us, but soon started sending emails with text walls of names, even suggesting similar ones. I responded back that the name was from my grandfather and that's why we were not changing it. She shut up and we didn't hear from her again till after our own son was born. Two months later, we were blessed with our son. He came out perfect and we named him just as we had intended. Well, no surprise, my sister-in-law called us a few days after the birth to scream in our ears that we copied her son's name. I pointed out that she was the real copycat since she had no familial ties to the name and we did. And anyone who looks at our family trees could see that. Then my wife spoke and said after the attempted theft of her grandmother's jewelry, she no longer considered sister-in-law her sister. We would have nothing to do with her nephew either. For months, we were bombarded with messages and emails from my wife's side of the family. Half were on our side after finding out the whole story and the other half were not. And sister-in-law's baby daddy, true to his word, showed up at my door to make me sorry. I'm not sure what his plan was, but I pretty much towered over him. I'm six foot one and well-built from regular exercise and three trips to the gym a week. He, on the other hand, was very skinny, about 5'6 with a baby face that was badly hidden by a slim beard. I told him my house has cameras and to get off my property and never come back. He just yelled a few obscenities at me and drove off in his beat-up old car. Sister-in-law and mother-in-law called us from a different number to yell at me for making sister-in-law's baby daddy feel emasculated. I didn't even threaten the man, just told him to leave and not come back. And if he didn't want to feel emasculated, then he shouldn't have come knocking. Then they tried to bring up the issue of the baby name again and demanded we change our son's name as he's so young, so there's still plenty of time to do it. We held our ground and told them that they were bonkers to still think they were in the right after they copied our choice of name just to try and get one over on us. I said sister-in-law didn't even name her son out of love, but out of spite just to try and stick it to my wife for no good reason. And my wife called them both out on the way she was treated growing up, how entitled sister-in-law and mother-in-law have always been, and how she was glad to leave them far behind, and she wants nothing from them, and they won't have anything from us. That left sister-in-law sobbing and mother-in-law called me a royal bastard before hanging up the phone. That was no contact again for a little while, till sister-in-law called us again sometime later to bitterly tell us we had won. She and her baby daddy got in a huge fight and he left. He was apparently very sore that sister-in-law didn't let him even give their son a middle name from his family. And he said he was sick of the bullshit and wanted his son named after him, not some guy he wasn't even related to. Sister-in-law finally caved and they got the boy's birth certificate reissued with a completely new name, which cost sister-in-law around $500, or so she claims. Sister-in-law then demanded we at least compensate her for the name change, plus another $100 for the emotional damage as now she's going to have to get used to calling her son by a different name. We laughed and said this would have never have happened if she hadn't stolen our baby name to begin with and we didn't owe her anything. Since then, we've been no contact with sister-in-law and mother-in-law, but my father-in-law, who's a very nice man and divorced from mother-in-law for obvious reasons, would come by often and loves his grandson. From what he and other relatives told us, the situation between sister-in-law and her baby daddy was pretty tumultuous, but we don't care. Not our monkeys, not our circus. So then, as I said, I was directed to another post, which was from the OP, 
which was titled why my wife hates her family so it gives us some added extra information if you're interested of course which says hi y'all i didn't elaborate about my wife's extended family in my prior post but to be frank they are mostly just plain nasty my wife has a younger half-sister from a mother's second marriage but from what i'm told the half-sister's father was very emotionally and physically abusive to my wife and didn't stick around more than 10 years before flying the coop for reasons i don't know and because my wife has a different father she also had different grandparents my wife's father is a very nice man and we get along quite well he divorced my wife's mother early on in their marriage because she's completely toxic because of having different parents there's a seven-year age gap between my wife and her half-sister said half-sister ended up being pretty much the baby of the family and they paid little attention to my wife once sister-in-law was born so my wife left to live with her father full-time at some point in her teens and her mother made a huge stink about it because without her she no longer got child support money that woman has also been nothing but crass and snide to me since i met her I think mainly because I'm not rich since she bluntly said my wife could do better. I make a decent yearly salary so I cover my expenses just fine, have my own house and now a wonderful family. Sister-in-law, as I said in the first post, was the golden child. She was brought up pretty much all the stereotypical ways you can imagine. Never held accountable, never made to pay her own way on anything, got into all kinds of trouble because she was spoiled rotten can think of her as almost having been an embodiment of a ruka salt minus the rich enabling dad and when she first met me there was quite an awkward and nasty period before she met her baby daddy around the time my wife's sister turned 18 she came visiting us more often and also asking to spend the night on weekends i left that decision up to my wife and she allowed it because she hoped it to help her and her sister become closer siblings but over time, I noticed sister-in-law was hanging around me more and she was dressing in skimpier clothes and complimenting me a lot. She loved to pinch my arms and said I was like a Ken doll with muscles. Then one day, she actually tried to put her hand on my crotch. That was the last straw and I told her to leave. She said I didn't know what I was missing before my wife laid into her and they had a huge fight. Sister-in-law said my wife didn't deserve a man like me before storming out. I guess sister-in-law found me attractive and thought she could take me away from my wife or perhaps she just wanted to bait me i don't know but i do know that i'd never let something like that happen i love my wife dearly she's a positive radiant woman who knows how to make me smile every day i could never be unfaithful to her but sister-in-law didn't give up she got her cousin in on things and continued to harass us Sister-in-law heavily flirted with me on multiple occasions whenever we visited mother-in-law over the next couple of years. She even started getting her cousin involved and together they actually ganged up on me at a family Halloween party once. They were both dressed in skimpy animal ear cosplay outfits and actually proposed we go upstairs and have a threesome together. I not only declined but said they both needed to find some nice single guys their own age then immediately told my wife what happened. She laid into them in front of everyone at the event, but mother-in-law sided with her golden child and got several other relatives to have her back by claiming I was lying to make trouble. So we just left to avoid more trouble. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Drama. Around the time sister-in-law's 21st birthday came and went, Mother-in-law called us furious that we missed the birthday and didn't even send a gift. And apparently sister-in-law was crying over it. I said I was not comfortable around sister-in-law because she attempted to seduce me multiple times. And my wife said that it was not my choice, but hers, whether or not to send a gift. And she didn't want to because of what sister-in-law did. Mother-in-law never even so much as scolded her for it. Mother-in-law called it young hormones and said family shouldn't be cruel to each other. There was another big fight between mother-in-law and my wife and we went low contact with the bulk of her family for a while. Then two years ago, my wife's grandmother died. She left most of what she had to her son, my father-in-law. But among the things my wife got was all her jewelry. It was all vintage antique jewelry that had been passed down to only women in the family for years. And we had the collection appraised and was valued as a whole as several hundred thousand dollars because the jewelry was not only vintage but some of it was around 200 years old we decided it was best to keep the jewelry locked away in grandmother's jewelry box which in itself is also valuable handmade antique we figured that was it but all was not well with mother-in-law and sister-in-law they both had showed up at the reading of my wife's grandmother's will and mother-in-law was appalled she got nothing even more so after finding out my wife got the jewelry. My wife's grandmother had no relationship with sister-in-law at all and barely one with mother-in-law, so sister-in-law wasn't even mentioned in the will. Mother-in-law threatened to take us to court and contest the will, but never did. Instead, she tried to get nicer to us, and my wife decided to give them one last chance and allowed them into our home again. But as soon as our backs were turned, they tried to make off with the jewelry and all its contents. I'd gone out to pick up some pre-ordered food for dinner and my wife was distracted by mother-in-law. Sister-in-law had pretended to use the bathroom and raided my wife's vanity. But I caught sister-in-law outside by sheer chance when I pulled in the driveway because I wasn't gone as long as they'd hoped. As soon as my headlights flashed her, she dropped the box on the ground before jumping in mother-in-law's car and locking herself in it. Wife and mother-in-law came running out when they heard me cursing up a storm. Wife saw the smashed jewelry box and freaked out. Mother-in-law realized she and sister-in-law were caught and had a huge fit on how she believed my wife didn't deserve the jewelry. I got between them and mother-in-law hit me a few times and even drew some blood with her sharp nails. But she drove off before we could even get another word in once my wife said she was calling the police. We left the evidence untouched on the ground and called the police. Mother-in-law and sister-in-law were arrested, but basically got a slap on the wrist with only community service and a fine. The jewelry box was badly damaged. It had a long crack that started at one corner and went all the way to the top, and one of the brass hinges broke. 
I took it to someone who restores old stuff and it costed hundreds of dollars to restore it. I went to see mother-in-law and said she and sister-in-law were paying for the repairs to the box or we'd be taking them both to court over it. Mother-in-law told me that wasn't happening until I brought up the fact we still have documented police evidence sister-in-law tried to steal the box and I could also sue mother-in-law for the assault she did to me. She wrote me out a check to cover the damages right away and told me to leave. I said that the check better not bounce or have a stop payment put on it or I'd have zero problem taking her and sister-in-law to court. The check thankfully cleared without issue. We got the jewelry box back looking even better than it did before but we decided the jewelry wasn't safe in our home anymore and had to put it in a secure safety deposit box where it has remained to this day. This incident was also what made us decide our home needed cameras and we've since installed some. Then from my first post, you all know what sister-in-law did by copying the baby name my wife and I chose, which was also the name of my grandfather. So you can all read how that went. What I didn't say in that post was how much my wife's other relatives that sided with sister-in-law put us through especially mother-in-law and sister-in-law's cousin. Mother-in-law called and texted us repeatedly from a variety of different numbers, demanding we change our son's name, both before and after he was born. We never once humored her and the cousin harassed us online multiple times. I ended up pointing out the time sister-in-law and her cousin had cornered and tried to proposition me. Then the cousin blocked me on Facebook when more people started questioning us both about it since mother-in-law had kept that situation on heavy damage control back then. Several false rumors were spread about us and my wife's family ended up divided and are still divided now because of this. But mother-in-law, sister-in-law and sister-in-law's cousin and a few other family members close to them were fully on their side. They believed that it didn't matter where sister-in-law got her baby's name. Said name was hers now and we needed to let it go. I fired back that there was nothing to let go. Sister-in-law copied the name we had and we still used it because it was my grandfather's name. We weren't asking sister-in-law to change her kid's name. We just weren't going to change our son's name because she copied it. And since we weren't going to associate with them anymore, the two kids would be complete strangers to each other anyway. The false rumors spread about me and my wife were pretty bad. For me personally, sister-in-law tried to claim I was secretly only into younger women and I'd leave my wife as soon as she hit 40. She also tried to say that my son isn't really mine and claimed my wife had an affair because I wasn't getting her pregnant. I never asked her to do it because I never believed them, but my wife got a DNA test just to prove that I am my son's father to them. After that, the rumor mill died down and eventually stopped. After the mess where sister-in-law and her baby daddy nearly broke up and she changed her child's name, we were paid a visit by the cousin. She demanded we pay the money owed to sister-in-law for the name change and when we refused, she screamed at us that we ruined sister-in-law's relationship and our child's new name will always be a reminder of what we did. I simply told her to leave as we didn't want to start this mess and we didn't even try to end it. We just wanted no part of it. Sister-in-law's cousin flipped me the bird with both hands and said she wished she could do it with her toes too. <laughs> then left. Before she got in her car, I said if she ever tried to come back, I'd call the police and file for a restraining order. And that's pretty much it, as we were and still are completely no contact with mother-in-law and sister-in-law and the cousin too. Bloody hell. I don't blame you one bit. That is absolutely no contact completely. And I really got to say, I hope that they don't come back into your life in the future. And if they do, and I know it sounds horrible trying to get away from them like that because it's all a pain in the ass for you moving away, but 
be around those sort of people. How long can you put up with it for? Because they're not going to move away, are they? And I know that you can probably get restraining orders and things like that, but I was reading the other day in another story that they only last X amount of time. In the one particular state we was reading about the other day, it was only one year they lasted for, which seems like madness. Why can't it just be forever? You don't want these people back in your life ever again, do you? But I turn this one to you guys. How would you deal with a family like that? I think it just escalated and escalated from that original story. I'm glad we got that extra info. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have a cheeky little wholesome one. And as always, this one comes from our own little subreddit, r slash mark narrations. The story is called The Wholesome Story of My Little Brother at the Park from Queen Cannabis. <laughs> okay, this happened a few years ago. I'd taken my little brother to the park. He was five at the time, just playing and doing his thing with some of the other kids. When the ice cream truck pulled up, music and all. Cue all the kids running to their parents or to the truck. My brother had $20 that I gave him to go to the truck with and for the store before we went home. He comes running back with his ice cream and sees a little girl that couldn't get ice cream sitting all by herself. Runs over to me and asks me to hold his ice cream and going over there and asks her mum if he can get her an ice cream. She agrees and they run off. They come back and chow down on ice cream and play together the whole time. I spoke with her mum and she was letting me know that they had just moved here and she didn't have any friends as it was summer and she was really shy. I practically had to drag him out when it was time to go. Then he agreed to leave because they promised to come back to the park the next day and because the guy came to lock the park. They were ending up being best friends until we moved three years ago. I recently ran into the mum as I recently moved back to the city and we set up as a prize reunion. I told him we're going to go to my house. Only we stopped by the park where they met and she tackle hugged him when she saw him come into the park and he didn't even know what hit him at first. It was great they spent the whole day together and then on the phones later. Oh, what a lovely little story that turned up. I love the reunion as well. Thank you so much for sharing your own little wholesome tale there, Queen. And if you've got one of your own wholesome stories don't forget to share it over on reddit r slash mark narrations where you can share your own little wholesome stories and they may get read out on the channel at some point thank you so much for spending your time with me today getting involved in the stories your love support and time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love wake up get up stretch my legs eat some breakfast milk and Brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah.